Good evening, good evening. Father, before you even use me to begin, I want to take some time out to say life with you is so good. Every cricket way in my life you have made straight. Every wrong in my life you have turned it around for my good and it worked itself out in my favor. Father, I had sleepless nights. Now my sleep is sweet. I was unhappy. Now I have joy and not just joy, but I'm overflowing. I'm overflowing with your glory. I'm overflowing with your love, with your peace, God. Even though I'm overflowing, it does not mean I don't have room to grow and come up higher. And I'm willing to go all the way, all the way, God. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. You showing me all of these minds, all of these minds that are in us and how we are using our thought life and how we are allowing our thought life to affect us in today's society as children of God. That's why it's so important to become renewed. Renewing your mind is not only when you're doing something wrong. Your mind must stay in the area of being renewed. Daily, constant. Because you have emotions. You in a natural body. That's trying to talk you out of doing things that's contrary to what God in your spirit man is saying to you. And sometimes they both talk at the same time. We give the enemy too much credit. Satan this, Satan that. No, sometimes you are your worst enemy, not Satan. You're giving him credit for things he's not even doing. When you are given the power, he don't have the power over you. You have the power over him. So why not use your power and your authority? If you don't like your situation or how you're living, they need to go higher in your thinking. And while you're thinking, make sure you put your thoughts into action. Because life with God is guaranteed for every single one of us. No one is excluded. And a lot of us are giving up on ourselves because we feel like we have to fight. Fight to remain. Fight to do good. Fight to be in courage. To be confident. How much do you feel your self-worth within you? Do you care about yourself enough to remain confident? Encouraged, uplifted, motivated. And a lot of times we feel that way before how long? A lot of times it don't last. You feel encouraged for a certain amount of time. And then back to the old ways. Feeling the opposite to how you were feeling. Now you discourage. A lot of people go to church services because they feel the atmosphere of heaven there. 
not knowing that is your dwelling place. And a lot of us feel as though we come there to tune in. And as we leave, we exiting out. Back into earth's reality. Back to disappointment. Back to failure. Back to guilt. Back to shame. You have the power. You have the authority to speak life over your life. Change the way you're thinking. A lot of times we're overthinking. And sometimes we're just not thinking enough. You have to have stability in your thought life. And how can I get stability? How can my mind be stable once I keep my mind on Christ? And while I'm keeping my mind on Christ, he's releasing to me who I am. And Holy Spirit, the comforter, is going to show me what to do. What is and what isn't. When you begin to think discouraged, discouraged words, here he comes with comfort. He's your comfort. With doubt creeping, here goes the comfort. Then your spirit begin to rise. Your confidence begin to rise. Then you begin to say, you know what, you're right. What was I thinking? Continue to stir myself up. Hallelujah. Happiness is not for just some people. It was given to us overall. Hallelujah. And Father, I just want to say thank you so much. Because people that's not coming to you or being hesitant in giving you a complete yes. Going through my experience and my walk where I was hesitant is because I had a trust issue. Hearing about all of this that God is able to do and what he's going to do for me. When I'm seeing him doing other people's lives, I wasn't feeling myself worth Excluding myself. Feeling like that life is too good to be a part of me. But that's indeed a lie. Because I was thinking that way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have to change the way we're thinking. And I thank you, Father, so much that you never lie. That's very important to me to look up to the highest of highs and know that the highest never lie. Now, just imagine people that's over you in leadership or whatever on your job who have told many lies over you. Even probably about you. But God is higher than everything, everyone, and he tell no lies. He's the highest of all and he is faithful. My God. Man might be unfaithful, but God is always. That's why I love that God is a good God. There is no lie in our God. He's always there with us. Always there for us. Always supporting us. Always with us. Now who do you know on earth that's like that? Other than walking with God themselves. Hallelujah. We 
complain about sowing into the kingdom because we're thinking that the money is being spent elsewhere. What is not even your concern where it's being spent? The matter is you gave. And God saw that you gave. God saw your situation, your circumstance. He saw them bills. He see your account. He see how much you make on your job. And yet you still chose to give. How glorious is that? Now, Father, you see my bills, so I will give next time. Christ never said next time. Christ never said but or what if. Christ simply said, Father, now it's time to glorify thy son, for I have finished the work. His mind was already renewed. He already saw himself finished before he was even naturally done. I'm finished the work. I have laid my life down. I have became poor. I became sick. I became the unbecame just so they can come back and remain with us. Now, how glorious is that plan? I'm still blown away that God is my God. You are. You are alive. You exist. It's like an out-of-body experience, but a spiritual encounter. Please understand that. Looking at the, the creation, looking at the word of God from standing outside of the word of God, but being a part of the word of God and, re- and just receiving, observing what. He is, I mean, who he is and what he done is still doing. I'm blown away. And I gave God my complete yes. And he has never failed me. If we all can feel like that and trust God, we will all be what God wants us to be. I'm not here to be uh, wanting to be famous or getting views and all these likes. I appreciate it. I really do. But that's coming because God is being exalted. So if I exalt him, come on now, it's guaranteed that he lifts me up. Because his glory is being seen in and through my life. So that means I have to become exposed. But I'm not looking to be seen. Even though I am seen. I'm the one who will have a person go ahead of me. And I'll stay in the back just so they can go ahead and enjoy. And I have tried to do that at times. And God say, no, this is your time. You go. Because I'm the type of person, I'd rather see all you guys go and get it. God say, no, this is your season, your time. Go, Quenisha. Go, Quenisha. Go, Quenisha. Shine, shine, shine. You look good. Jesus. My God. My God. I just love, love knowing 
that all of this is exactly what God say it is. And that we can do exactly what God say we can do. I'm so in love with myself. I'm so in love with you, those who are around me. Some people, God is saying, it's, it's getting closer. You're getting closer. Because God has taken some people out of my life just for a time as this. Because he knows his reasons why the separation had to take place. But I can't release this in the atmosphere. I have, I have become much more stronger. To able to be around those who God separated me from. Because whether you know it or not, some people been hurt and abused and they're thinking they're doing good intentions towards you. But the whole time, it's not. It's intentionally to destroy you because they are destroyed. I cannot and I will not be around a person who likes to talk negatively. Or who wants to give me their own opinion about what I should do, how God should use me. Or what I should say. People always had, when I was to uh, be on the trains, people always had suggestions for me and how to release God's word. But when I was releasing God's word, they said nothing. Not even an amen nor a hallelujah. In fact, they kept their heads down. But yet when we're finished with the message, you pull me to the side and say, say it that way. And I said, God, give me something to say to them. And when I when they say that, God says to me, well, maybe he's using you to do it that way. You should speak. Hallelujah. I can take honest criticism, but I, I thank God for Holy Spirit. I will not allow condemnation or false criticism due to someone's insecurity or hateration. Whatever you want to call it upon my life. God says you have to know that sometimes everyone's gonna not gonna feel the same way as you feel or be happy about your success or even like you. And I say, God, that's a darn shame. That's a shame. Because I'm not looking at you to like me. I'm looking at the motive on the reason as to why you don't like me. Because I'm representing God who you serve. So what not to like? That's what I'm bothered by. We want things to happen how we want them to happen. What we want. But yet we say we still serve God and lay down our life. Having negative motives. God would send me messages and Holy Spirit would speak to me and Holy Spirit's becoming more ever. I'm trying to tell you. Even when people are trying to be discreet about things or hidden messages, my ears get very dull. And I mean that literally. It feels like I'm underwater and that's a sign that Holy Spirit saying, tune out. Every time my ears feel like that, he says, that means tune out. Something hidden in that that you're not aware of, but I know all things. 
Because I am the spirit of truth. Therefore, I can identify every lie. And the more that Holy Spirit does that, now I'm becoming more familiarized to every lie. More like Christ in the earth. Some people have negative intentions. I'm trying to tell you, I've seen it all. I had a woman who said to me, uh, I, have a, I have someone I want you to meet. But her intentions was to test the God in me to see if the spirit of God really dwells on the inside of me. Because she knew I can walk the walk and talk the talk. But she wanted to test Holy Spirit on the inside of me. By bringing me around a woman who was possessed. And she wanted to see if I can identify that she is filled with many devils. And when I walked in the room. Immediately when I walked in the room. I looked at the person and I jumped back and I said, whoa. And she, and then the, the woman that invited me there, that was testing the Holy Spirit in me, looked and said, oh yeah, you're walking with God. You're walking with God. Because you identified as soon as you came in. But the thing is, it's not me that identified that spirit. It's Christ within me. He doeth the work. You cannot try to trick, mock any type of deception way of God towards God, around God, and expect Him not to know. When I used to smoke cigarettes, I used to hide. And I mean when I backslid by smoking cigarettes Because I begin to have a great name And I said my God I backslid back to cigarettes I gotta stop this Because I, I felt like I'm not one of them people that smoke And then feel like it's okay to do that and preach I'm not like that I don't mean any negative thing Things that you know you shouldn't do I just couldn't sit with that I'm just, And I thank God I couldn't sit with that because some people is okay with that They think it's okay to drink and, and, and preach Or even if you just go to church Or just say you're a child of God Curse and say I'm a child of God I couldn't live like that I had to deal with it myself Get this up out In order for you to be right in front of people Because I feel satisfied it's, it's so satisfying Knowing you living right and releasing the word of God Knowing you doing what you're supposed to do not thinking or knowing that you're doing what you're not supposed to do and still try to release. And then gonna try to pinpoint somebody else's faults. Come on, somebody. I said, God, I'm hiding these, I'm hiding smoke. And it's like every time I try to hide, I see someone that I can identify. I said, let me go way down in the deep. And God said, you spend so much time. Going through all of this to hide from people who can see you, but not paying attention that you already exposed unto me who is the highest, who means more to you than anything. So who matters most to see in what you do, man or me? I was like, but God, I can't hide from you. If I could, I would. He said, so why don't you change your way of thinking and stop doing that you know that's not right? Far as what I see and your neighbor. Honor me that much that you know you can't hide from me, so why try to do it? I thank God I never touched another cigarette. 
I thank God so much for a life of rest. A lot of these storms we go through and trials and tribulations is because we were the creators of the, our own due to our own decision making. God is not going to have a storm a part of your testimony just so you can testify for his glory. He gets glory out of you confessing who he is alone. He's not going to cause you to fall and then pick you up just to receive glory. A lot of people thinking that their testimony, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people think their testimonies is based upon what God has done, even when they made their own mistakes. No, the thing is, it worked out for your good because God said that. So you've done something that was not to work out for your good, but because you turned it around in your favor, it worked out. And the reason why I had to be that way, because you decided to do something that you wanted to do and not seeking God's way of doing it. And that goes for all of us. Hallelujah. I love you all so much. God, I thank you. I see an angel with some beautiful, wide wings. And I'm still amazed of the angel I had in a dream. And this wasn't no or this wasn't no archangel. This is like a cherubim or a seraphim, one of them. I felt the presence. I had to bend down and look up in order to see her disguising before me. And all I could do is scream in her face like that. I became suddenly frightened, overpowered by her presence. I screamed and yelled in her face. And she was just walking close to say, no, no, no. This has to happen. This has to happen. And she began to dig in me, y'all. She was digging inside of me. Moving things around. And I'm just opened up. My, my chest just rose up. And she, while she's digging. And I'm just like. Uh, uh. And I begin to lay on her. On, on her. With her left side. Which is on my right. And I begin to try to feel her arm. She drew it back a little bit. And it was covered up. And I was like, God. And all of a sudden, I feel God tap me on the shoulder. God said, don't forget that part. I said, okay, God. You're right. You're right. He tapped me on the left shoulder three times. Tap, tap, tap. With his index finger. And his power was so, his presence was so powerful. I couldn't even turn my head to his direction. All I could say is, hey, God. Out of all things to say, in that powerful presence and moment is hey God <laughs> God said that hey God was it was a great hey God he loved the fact that I noticed him how can you not father I could have said anything in the world like ah! I was like hey hey God <laughs> I guess I was just too stuck and then all of a sudden as soon as God showed up I look up at her and she has shields on her eyes. And she's still digging. I see this light. She's putting light in me. And I said, God, when I got up, I said, God, why she had shields on her eyes? He said, because my, my glory is that bright that they have to cover their eyes in my presence. I said, my God. I said, why did she draw her arm back? He said, because her arm was a disguise. Those were wings you were touching. 
but it was disguised as her arm. And she didn't want you to think something that it wasn't. Because you saw an arm and you began to touch and it was not an arm indeed. That's why she drew back. She didn't want you to fall or like something that wasn't. I was like, Jesus. Let me tell you how powerful angels are. When God commissioned them to do something, they're doing exactly what he says. And when you commission them to do something, they're doing exactly what you say. I was about to say something, but I had to stop myself. I was like, go get, but I had to stop myself. Hallelujah. Because God said, not yet, not yet. I was like, go get and bring back. Hallelujah. But it's indeed in the process. Jesus is indeed in the process. I'm just so happy. This is the life that I that was always destined for me. For us to be happy. And being happy for one another. I don't want nothing or no one that does not belong to me. Because I believe God, what he has and who he has is just for me. So why would I want something else? And when that something else is called to be with someone else, I will feel some kind of way. But it's your fault for feeling that way because you're not seeking God's way. Hallelujah. I don't want nothing. No one. If anything in my life, Father, that does not belong, remove it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, stay tuned. And I'm going to stay tuned. Hallelujah. I love you all so much. Take care of yourself. Do something nice for yourself. We spend so much time doing things for other people so much. Do something for yourself. You are worth smiling. Being pampered. You are royalty for God's sake. I love you. Enjoy being royal. And remember, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. I love you.